Dr. Kristen Oja here, entrepreneur and functional medicine expert. Welcome to Little By Podcast, where our goal is to empower you to achieve optimal health, one step and one episode at a time. Taking a functional medicine approach will cover a variety of health and wellness topics, from how to optimize performance to how to balance your hormones and everything in between. This podcast is for educational purposes only, so please be sure to consult your healthcare provider before incorporating any changes into your daily routine. Now grab your headphones and let's go for a walk as we take steps towards becoming your best self. Today, I have Nikki with us. She is our movement specialist at Stat Wellness, and she is a new mom to Everly, who is adorable. Uh, We're both moms, as you guys know, so a lot of this episode is going to be targeting moms and the importance of strength training for all women as a whole. And so it is something that we are so incredibly passionate about, and we talk to our patients and our clients every single day on the importance of strength training. And Nikki is such an expert in the space. She has every single certification you can imagine with kettlebells. She's worked with, uh, what is your new prenatal, postnatal certification? Yeah, it's a pre and postnatal movement specialist. So, which is awesome, especially with all of our pregnant women. And uh, you guys should listen to the episode with Caitlin because we did talk about the importance of strength training with pregnancy. Uh, but her knowledge base is fantastic. And she is so good at what she does. When I see her with her clients here at Stat Roswell and Stat Atlanta and the improvements they've made based on body scans, we have the small group memberships. She's just such a wealth of knowledge. So I'm so excited to have you on the show, Nick. And also some fun things that are coming up. We're working on um, creating like a beginning strength small group for women specifically. So that's something that I'm working on with our nutritionist, Sarah Genka, um, with our dietitian rather, Sarah Genka. Um, And I'm really excited about that because we're going to talk in depth about strength training for women and what it looks like to feed that muscle. Because I always talk about how the muscle is like, you need to fuel it like it is that premium car. You need to put the premium gas in that car because it doesn't run on regular. It needs the good fuel to make sure that you're keeping that muscle on. It's like such a full-time job to grow muscle and maintain muscle. And it's more than just what you do in the gym. It is. I mean, that is such a great point that that one hour or 30 minutes you're in the gym, it's what you're doing the other 23, 23 and a half. And one thing I see, and I'm glad you brought this up, is that women, we've for decades underfueled ourselves. And so, you know, we start talking about the importance of strength training and we start implementing in some strength training, which is great, but we don't have some of that foundation. So I'm really excited about this new program you guys are doing. Um, but I wanted to dive right in and get into some of the benefits of strength training. And then we'll get into more kind of tactical stuff. But Um, Of course, I always say muscle is our greatest asset as we age, but let's get into that a little bit more. Like why, why are we so passionate about strength training at Stat Wellness? Yeah. So, I mean, strength training in general just has so many positive effects. Um, It's good for boosting your mood, for focus, improving your immune system. Like it's endless, the benefits of strength training. Um, But for women for a long time, we've been told that strength training is bad. We're going to get big and bulky and we need to be thin and small. And it's just not true. Women need strength training, especially as we age, because bone density becomes a bigger issue for us as we age. And also maintaining neuromuscular adaptation is huge. Um, Long term, you're going to have better mortality 
and more longevity mm -hmm. if you strength train. And you can start any time. They recently did a study about 90-year-olds starting strength training and what amazing adaptations and changes they saw just in six weeks with 90-year-olds. So don't let anyone tell you it's too late to start strength training. It's not. There's just so many incredible benefits. I mean, I listed a few, but bone density is one of the ones that I feel very strongly about. Um, it's just the more you can put your bones under stress, they're going to become stronger and calcify and stay strong long-term, especially if you're someone who's dealing with osteoporosis, osteopenia, all of those things. Like you more than anyone need strength training in your life. And the benefits, like as we talk about bone density, it's always so interesting because men, you know, they kind of stay hormonally stable throughout their life. And women, our hormones change with pregnancy. They change throughout the month. But then we also are all going to go through perimenopause and menopause at some point. And when we lose those hormones, it it really impacts our bone density. So having this foundation, whether you are menopausal and incorporating strength training, or if you're in your 30s trying to keep strong bones and muscle mass for that time, right. women are just at higher risk for osteoporosis. And when I say muscle is our greatest asset, it really piggybacks on that. And it's so many times I, when I worked in the hospital and I would see somebody come in with a fractured hip, that was what declined them, right? And so thinking about like, what is your widest strength train? You know, is it just for your body composition right now? You know, or is it for more of these longer term goals? Is it for a faster metabolism so you can actually continue eating food and should be eating through food the rest of your life? Um, that's one of the biggest things I talk about with my patients. I'm like, do you want to have a faster metabolism and be able to focus on eating more and not less all the time? Yes. Like we need that muscle mass and we need the strength training to help with a healthy metabolism. Yeah. Um, so metabolism, bone density, longevity, all cause mortality, as you mentioned, those are all amazing reasons to strength train. Um, you were telling me about a statistic before we got on live, uh, which I just found really, really interesting. Do you want to share that about muscle loss in women? Yes. So one statistic that we've probably all heard is that as we age, after age 40, we lose about 1% of our muscle size. And that is concerning. But what's more concerning to me, because that's just size, right? That's not necessarily strength. Those are different things, which we could, we'll get into hypertrophy and strength and how those things are different. But what's really concerning is that each year after 40, strength loss is 2 to 4%. And power, which is what we really need to do our daily activities, decreases by 8 to 10% each year. And that's insane. But the good news is that that can be combated by continuing to stay active. Those numbers, they're not decreasing. We're not seeing that decrease because of something that's physiological. It's because we lower our activity as we age. And really what we need to do is be maintaining our levels of activity as we age. And that's going to keep us living well long-term. And maybe independent. Yes. Thinking even back to the the basics of having independence, yes. which is a huge thing I want as I'm getting older, um, which I think is huge. And that power, I mean, like really even simplifying that, and we were talking about this before, I mean, power in the most simple terms is being able to stand up and move down the hall. Exactly. Or, you know, thinking about if something... I, I always laugh because so many of the times I'm strength training, I go back to like survival and it just like cracks me up. I'm like, you know what? If I were to ever fall 
like off a cliff. Like this is this is not about my body composition and how I look, right? This is like <laughs> basic survival. Like if I'm hiking and I fall, like yeah. I want to be able to do a pull up and lift myself up. Oh yeah. And so many times as I'm working out, I just like I'm laughing about all the different ways that I could use these lifts as survival techniques. So, you know, <laughs> I do love that. I love that. <laughs> but I think we all have that like dark voice in our head that's like, oh, and that's one of the things I love about the in body. Um, that really can tell us so much about our body composition and it breaks down like your trunk, each limb, and it can tell you like it gives you that percentage, right? Not only what that limb weighs, but how much of your body weight each limb can support. And I love to call that out to people because it's the most fascinating thing to me on the in body as a coach. It tells me so much about what we need to be working on. And that's why I always love to start the fitness journey with an in-body so that we can get all this good data. And then as we start to work out and start to see these changes happen, you have the science. That was what was so cool to me. One of the people in your small group, she did a body scan and we were looking at it and she had like three pound muscle gain in like a six week period. And I'm like, three pounds is significant. Is I mean, serious. that's amazing when you have this data to track. And I, I think it's so funny, you know, when we start looking at it, one of the big things I call out is women, typically their legs are strong and their arms are not. And men are the exact opposite, right? Their yeah. arms are like 150% <laughs> of the muscle they need and their legs are like 80%. Yeah. And I'm like, it's such a great way to talk about well rounded Grounded strength training. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I met my husband, who's now in fitness, um, he did not train legs at all. At all. Like <laughs> we would it. go to the gym together and he'd be like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do this chest press, dumbbells, curls. And I'd be like, okay. And now for my portion of the workout, we're going to do lunges. And he'd be like, no. It's so funny. Like what, what in our history made men want a ginormous upper body and like peg legs I, and what made women want, you know, the biggest legs and, and booty and like no, like strong little arms. Yeah. It's I like, don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I can't, I can't explain it, but we've since solved Evolved. the problem. Yeah, yeah. We've solved the problem. He does lunges now. He's really grown his quads and he, I feel, I think he's very proud of it. And I in turn have, you know, been working on my pull-ups. So yeah. balance each other out. Exactly. To my yang. Yes. Well, and that brought me to the next thing that I get asked a lot is, you know, what is kind of the ideal timing of strength training? How much do we need to do for health, longevity, also hypertrophy? Um, and so let's talk a little bit about like what we would say maybe is our fit prescription as it relates to strength training. Yeah. So we were also kind of talking about this a little bit, like there are different seasons of life. You and I, New moms. I mean, you've got two under two, so that's wild. Um, I have one, and it's I still wild. it's still wild, <laughs> still wild, still <laughs> wild. But we're in maybe a place in our lives where it's really about maintenance and just kind of trying to train for our daily activities, right? So those are a little bit different. It's picking up your kid all the time, so that may mean just like trying to pick up weight in the gym that's heavier than your baby right? So making sure that you're ready for the activities of your life, holding a car seat that's heavy on one side of your body. So training your body as if you're an athlete. We're all athletes. Like we have to start treating ourselves like everyday athletes. So our season of life, yes, it's more about maintenance and training for our daily activities. So get it in when you can, mm -hmm. is what I like to say. And you have been talking about your 12-minute workouts that you do, which is amazing that you carve out that time, you know how much you need, and you make it happen, right? 
And it's not really about going to the gym for two hours. You don't have to do that. It's really what can you make time for. So take a hard look at your schedule and figure out what time you can truthfully commit to fitness. How important is that to you? It's time to take a good hard look at that. So once you know, okay, I have four hours a week that I can commit to working out. Okay, great. Three days a week. Three days a week, you go, you get your workout in, and you focus on one main lift each time. And then maybe pick three or four accessory moves that kind of support that. So you could break it up and do your lower body, upper body, full body. It honestly doesn't matter, but get it in. Just get the work in. So when you, if you did, let's say you have three days a week to work out and you're doing these longer workouts and you divide them up, do you see any negative of like doing one day lower body, one day upper and one day maybe like a total body when it comes to muscle building or soreness or when you've worked with your clients or even yourself, did you see still that you were able to accomplish hypertrophy if muscle building is the goal? Yeah. So... I do feel that like our group program, we kind of break it up into an upper body, a lower body, and then we have a movement circuit day that's a little bit more cardiovascular, gets the heart rate up, and it's very full body. I love that kind of breakdown. It allows you to really focus on the lower body one day, really focus on the upper body another day, and then you have that full body day that for us, we're not doing hit. Mm -hmm. That's not where we're at. Mm -hmm. We know that that can get a little out of control for your nervous system. So this is a bit lower in terms of its intensity, but allows you to still get your heart rate up. It's great for your heart health and training your whole body. So I find that that balance, it's great to have both. Mm -hmm. Like we don't want to only strength train. We need a healthy dose of both. Mm -hmm. So if you can make time for three days a week, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. You're going to be sore for the first couple of weeks, you're mm -hmm. probably going to notice like a good amount of soreness. But as you adapt, it'll get better. The soreness will subside. I promise. Well, I think <laughs> you just got to stick with it. It goes back to like how we do these movements throughout life, right? So it's like, it's not just that one day a week we did deadlifting, right? It's us picking up our kids or, you know, picking up a suitcase or groceries or whatever it may be. Like we get these movements in our day. And, you know, when we think about the way we program those three days a week, the upper, the lower, and the total body. And again, we go back to those body compositions. It's like we are seeing hypertrophy. And I think it's because at the same time with a lot of these small group members, we are also talking about the importance of eating enough and getting protein. And, you know, we talked about it can't just be the one hour you do, or in my case, the 12 minutes I do. It's how am I managing my stress? How am I sleeping? How am I recovering? How am I fueling my body? All of those things that make such a difference. But I think you really nailed it when it's what can you consistently do? Yeah. And this is something you guys have heard us talk about on every single episode probably ever that we've had at the Little By Podcast, but specifically this season. It's It's got to work for you. If you're trying to do anything you can't do consistently, you will never see results. So if it is, you're like me, craziest season of your life, and you're like, I'm going to commit and show up to 12 minutes. That's what I can do. I put a timer on. I do it. Or maybe you're like, hey, I really like a good longer warm-up, a little bit of a longer cool-down. I like to have a good 45 minutes. This is what I do for my self-care. Put it on your schedule like you would any other meeting. Exactly. And Block commit to yourself. that time. Yeah. Because that time belongs to you. Mm -hmm. You have to make it a priority. And consistency is it. Mm -hmm. People are constantly asking me, what is the secret? What is the secret? Mm -hmm. The secret is consistency. Yes. That's it. Yes. It's not complicated. It's just hard. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and I think too, we're all so guilty of wanting those quick fixes, you know, and I always tell people in functional medicine is a perfect example. There's so many puzzle pieces. It's not just one thing, right? So I always applaud my patients when they come in and they've started working out, but they may not see the weight change right away. Well, you're building these good, healthy behaviors. It's not just what you're doing in the gym, right? It's the nutrition, it's the inflammation, it's the hormones. So it takes time. This is a journey when you're going to become the best version of yourself, but you've got to choose like, where is the areas that you have the most room for improvement and how are you going to be consistent? So I want to get a little bit, so let's say you've got shorter every day, 12 minutes like me, you do the three days, the more intensive upper body, lower body days. Is there anything as far as like the right amount of sets or reps, or if we're looking like, let's take the maintenance out of building muscle. I know for me, when I do 16, 20 reps of any exercise, like I'm doing it more for getting my heart rate up and you know, I'm not feeling the soreness. I'm not seeing the muscle, but have you, where, what are your recommendations or guidelines around that? Yeah. So there are specific recommendations for strength, hypertrophy, and then endurance, which is what you were just talking about. So endurance is going to be six, well, 12 to 20 reps. That's going to be our endurance, right? So we're building muscular endurance. You're going to get your heart rate up. And that has its place, right? So that you're looking for like two to three sets of those higher reps. When we get into hypertrophy, which is increasing muscle size, the actual cross-section of the muscle, you're looking at three to six sets of six to 12 reps. So that's kind of the nice mid-range, which usually people are pretty good at getting six to 12 reps, but are they choosing a heavy enough weight? Mm -hmm. We need to make sure that it's a challenging weight where you're starting to sweat, you're starting to feel it. Like we don't want to be working for six to 12 reps and be like, oh, those five pound dumbbells just really aren't cutting it. We need to bump the weight up. Um, And then when we're doing true strength training, which is not necessarily going to increase muscle size, but will increase power, the thing we talked about in the beginning, being able to stand up and improve your daily activities, that's actually power. Um, That's two to five reps very low reps for three to six sets. So when you're talking about true strength training, that's your one lift. So when you take your 12 minutes and you work on your one main lift, three to five reps of a very heavy weight. So it should be breathless by the end of those five reps and you need two minutes to recover from that lift between each set. So those are the different kind of dosages for depending on what you're trying to achieve. Well, I think one of the biggest things that I found when I was teaching, I looked back at when we first opened and I was teaching like 20 classes a week. And the one thing I got all the time was that nobody understood why there was a minute break. And it was like a minute break in between lifts. And I don't know now as much if people are understanding it uh, or not, but you should not, if your goal is hypertrophy or strength training or power, you know, you should not do a set and be able to go right back in and do a set again. Like that was not enough to accomplish those goals. And that is something I think that takes a lot of time and energy. And, I, and one of the things Nikki and I talked about before hopping on here is I think in addition to the bulking as a fear for women, there is also this fear of just injuring myself. And so, and we were talking about like, there is more of a risk of not strength training and injuring yourself in your day-to-day life than the risk of injuries as your strength training. But I do suggest if you've never worked with a trainer, nobody's ever watched you lift weight at all. And you're like just starting at 50 years old. 
Maybe a big uh, benefit of hiring a personal trainer, watch your form to make sure you're safely doing the exercise so then you can confidently go up on the weight because you're not going to achieve hypertrophy and power if you can go back to back on these sets. 100%. And that is a little bit of like relearning um, and unlearning some old habits, some different behaviors. Because for a very long time, women, it was like two pound dumbbells and we're going to pulse and do a million reps. And while that might give you muscular endurance, we're certainly not building muscle mm-hmm. in that place. And that we know how important that muscle is, especially when we reach the age of 40. You want to go into that 40th year with the most muscle mass that you can. So meet with a trainer. And we're actually, you know, we offer a 30-minute movement strategy session. Mm. You can come and meet with me um, as our members. It's free. You can come. We can talk through different movement patterns. If you have questions, get them answered. We can talk about goals and what that looks like, how to achieve those goals, what protocol is right for you. I think that is so, and that I'm so happy that we're kind of revisiting this movement strategy session and pushing it again with our members because we obviously believe medicine and movement and movement is medicine. And we have to, again, be doing the strength training to see the changes in your blood work, right? Like we don't want to rely on a supplement. Like that is not our goal here at Stat Wellness is to figure out the right supplement regimen for you. We help you do that. But supplements is tier two on our pyramid, right? The first tier, that foundation is our lifestyle principles. And I just hope that you guys in this episode have kind of wrapped your mind around why the strength training is so important for females and how it is the the thing that's going to help impact our longevity probably more than anything else. Um, and so think about the way you're strength training. Think about what you can do consistently. Think about the right reps and sets for your goals that Nikki just mentioned, which was such a great outline. And keep us posted. Is there anything else, Nikki, that you want to share around strength training for females? Don't be afraid. That's really the biggest thing. Like, even today, I feel like we've improved so much um, as women in feeling comfortable and confident approaching the bar and getting into strength training. But I do think there's still so much work to be done in re educating ourselves and just making sure that we are living a long and healthy life. And that the number one tool you have to combat neuromuscular aging is resistance Mm -hmm. training. Mm -hmm. So let's all get into it. Everything, like Alzheimer's, dementia, like heart disease, all of this. Your heart is a muscle. You know, your brain needs good blood sugar regulation. So I encourage you guys, as you listen to this, and hopefully you're still listening, we're wrapping up, but really think about what your why is. And if your only why right now is body composition and like how you look right now, that's fine if that's one of your goals. But I challenge you to have a second why why do you want to strength train? Is it for you to be able to run around with your grandkids? Is it for your bone density when you get older? Is it for you to be able to keep eating more and supporting a healthy metabolism? Um, Is it for basic survival if you ever fall off a cliff and you need to do a pull-up? Like, Like, what is your why? Like, I just, I encourage you, like, find a why that's not just how you look today. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And thank you, Nikki. This was great. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, remember, little by little, a little becomes a lot. Even the smallest changes over time can lead to total mind and body transformation. I'd love for you to stay connected with at Dr. Kristen Oja and at Stat Wellness on Instagram. And if you have any questions, be sure to reach out. I'd love to hear from you.